0: I am Plant on the Line in Vancouver, British Columbia at thecommentary.ca. Champion Fulton joins me now. The acclaimed jazz pianist and vocalist is in British Columbia this week, tonight in Nanaimo, Thursday in Victoria, and Friday in Maple Ridge. She's on tour with Vancouver's Corey Weeds, a longtime collaborator, uh, as they perform songs off uh, their upcoming album. Corey Weeds meets uh, Champion Fulton every now and then. It comes out in April, but there's a track off the album available now on Apple Music. I caught up with Ms. Fulton last week, and we talked about uh, working with Weeds, this new album, performing, and uh, the timeless music from the great American songbook and beyond that she sings and plays so well. Next week, there are dates in the Southwest in San Antonio and Phoenix before uh, two nights at Frankie's Jazz Club, here in Vancouver, March 1st and 2nd, visit Frankie's ca for reservations. Champion Fulton is considered one of her generation's most gifted pure jazz musicians. She's a mainstay in New York City's jazz scene, taking the town by storm ever since she left uh, Oklahoma, her state of birth. Visit champion.net for more information. The, the new album will be released April 12th. Please uh, welcome to the Plant Online Program, Champion Fulton. Ms. Fulton, good morning.
1: Good afternoon, good morning, hello. I guess it's
0: good afternoon where, where you are in New York. Um, uh, this is a, um, a, a busy time for you because by the time this will be up, you'll, be, you'll have traveled here to British Columbia uh, to work on uh, a number of dates here. Um, and you'll be appearing with Corey Weeds, who's from Vancouver. Um, you've worked with him in the past, and, and um, you're not unfamiliar with this part of the world, are you?
1: No, in fact, I've been working with Corey a little more than 10 years, Mm -hmm. and I have been to Vancouver uh, many, many times, in British Columbia many times, and I love it. I always have a wonderful time um, seeing the audiences there.
0: So I'm talking to you on on a Friday. Uh, Valentine's Day was on Wednesday, and I understand that you you played uh, some dates there in New York. Um, What's the difference between audiences, say, in... Uh, Manhattan, where you work regularly and, and 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 places out here in British Columbia, or even you know I just you'll be going to Europe later in this in the spring. Um, do you find that audiences that like this kind of music are, are are different at all depending on where they're from?
1: Yes, and no. like I think within uh, the jazz community and within the jazz world because it is really a small community, even worldwide that audiences are very friendly and and very warm wherever you go. Um, But I think, of course, just culturally, um, there's differences, you know, between, say, uh, Vancouver and uh, Scandinavia or, uh, you know, Italy or different places. And I love coming to Vancouver uh, for several reasons. I think because I've been coming there for more than 10 years, I've really developed some nice, you know, relationships with people that I see every year that I'm there. They come to my shows, and that's wonderful. And I think also um, it's a very, and I don't say this about everywhere, but it's a very friendly and warm uh, jazz community that I think is there in that, in that part of Canada in British Columbia, and I I love being a part of that when I'm there.
0: And and do you find that the, the taste in music? I mean, there's some people who are complete purists and and, and want only the the, the standards, say, and not um, oh I don't know contemporary music done in the same sort of vein as as, as we'd hear jazz for example um -hmm. do you find do you find differences in terms of what people want to hear
1: well i would say yes except i would say most people who come to see me um you know have some idea of what they're coming to see either that they've seen me before or it's been recommended to them or maybe they looked me up on youtube or spotify or apple music so I, i feel that most people who come to my shows um already have the correct expectation I'll say.
0: Yeah. I you you played some great rooms. Um the the first time I encountered you I guess was was a couple of years ago now when uh, a video of yours showed up on my YouTube mm-hmm. um you and the in the uh, Cafe Carlisle. Um Oh yeah. Singing Carry me back to old Manhattan. I just I, I I've seen that video dozens of times now. Um and that's on the new album I understand is that right?
1: Yeah, it is and I love that song. <laughs> yeah.
0: And and that that's a great room itself. Um, you look great um, amongst that great mural that, that's in that room there. Um, what is it like to play a room like that where where so many of you, I'm sure your favorites, my favorites, have played before?
1: That is a beautiful space. The Cafe Carlisle is here in Manhattan. It's on Madison Avenue in the Carlisle Hotel. And the artwork, the murals and the lampshades and all of the artwork um, is done by uh, famous illustrator ludwig bemelman Uh and it's just such a beautiful room and it's very elegant and classy and of course it has a great history um mostly beginning with bobby short who played there for many years and every time i get to play uh, that room or you know any sort of legendary room i love being able to feel uh just the feeling of the history in the room It, it can be very special and i love being able to be a part of that
0: So I mentioned uh, carrying Me Back to Old Manhattan, another uh, great song. Um, uh, There are um, a number of favorites that all of us love. The best things in life are free. Uh, It's all right with me, too marvelous for words. Uh, The the one track that I've heard that's available now on on Apple is, uh, uh, I'm going to mispronounce this, is it Boss Touch?
1: It is. So you're so funny. So. This is my new record um, that's coming out with Corey Leeds, who plays alto saxophone on this record. It's a duo album. Um, the full vinyl record will be out April 12th, uh-huh. um, but we have several singles coming out. The first one just came out um, last week, and it is called Boss Touch. It's spelled a little bit funny, so the, it's spelled T-U-T-C-H, and a lot of people um, are confused about that. But it's yeah. just the way the songwriter chose to spell it, and it, it is called Boss Touch.
0: It, 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 I, I heard that, and then you've done a previous album with Corey that, that uh, I wore out on my phone uh, listening mm-hmm. to the last couple of weeks. Um, the way that the two of you play together, because he is, he is a saxophonist and you're playing the piano and, and, and uh, you, know, you sing, um, but when it's just the two of you playing together, um, there's such a, a, a complementary sound that, that comes out that's not just, say, his sax or your piano. I don't know how to explain it. There's such a connection there. Um, what is it like to play with him, and do, do you feel that as, as we're hearing it say?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. First of all, thank you very much. And, Corey, I mean, I myself love to play duo, actually, with um, with horn players because it, it, it gives a lot of freedom and creative space to the piano when you're not constrained by a traditional rhythm section of bass and drums. Um, But then with Corey especially, we have such similar values and musical values and and ideas about the way things should go and and creative ideas that are very similar. So playing together can be so fluid and and we feel, uh, I think, very connected when we're playing together. And so it has a nice... um, Hopefully, a, a seamless quality, you know, and I, that's not really common, and certainly not an experience that um, I share with everyone I play duo with, you know. Yeah. But I think it's one of the reasons we really enjoy that format so much.
0: Yeah, it's almost like a, um, you can't tell, well, like, you know, you can tell them apart, the instruments themselves,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: the, 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 they work together so well that one begins, one ends, and one comes together, and it's just, they both come together, I should say. And, it's just a sound altogether. together that's, that's uh, just fun to hear. The other thing, when listening to your albums, as I have the last couple of weeks and, and for, for a couple of years now, um, mm-hmm. you seem to have such fun doing it, um, yeah. especially in the live albums. That comes through a great deal. Um, in terms of... Because of, uh, these, are, these are songs that you perform all the time when you're in concert. I was going to ask you if you get tired of them, but it doesn't sound like you do.
1: No, I mean, I think... I have been um, working professionally, really, uh, quite a long time. I mean, I don't want to make myself sound too old, <laughs> um, but definitely, you know, more than like, really, twenty-five years. I've been working, and and you have songs that you love, and uh, maybe you get tired of them in a micro sense, like night to night, maybe, sure, but sure. in a larger sense, I, I don't. Um, and I think. I absolutely, even if I'm quote unquote tired of the song maybe, um, I always have fun. I really love what I do. Um, I love playing music, like just the playing of it I love, and I love traveling and I love meeting people and being around people and being, um, you know, part of their evening, you know, when I'm on stage and they're in the audience and we're together. It, it, it makes me very happy and it's meaningful to me, and so I really am having a wonderful time
0: in the the sound of your voice when you sing it it belies not just your age because because it it does sound wise um it carries all the influences that you might have had um but it's a musicianship i think that comes through when i hear you sing um because i'm assuming that the playing and the singing uh were complementary to one another i guess one informs the other uh, mm-hmm. uh doesn't it i mean is that how it works absolutely. for you absolutely yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I, that's how I want it to work. Um, you know, when I started out playing and singing at the same time, it's, it's sort of difficult. And especially at the beginning, you feel, because you're only one person, but you're trying to do two jobs. Mm. And so your focus um, can really only be, in the, in the beginning, it can really only be in one place. So, like, you're focusing on the singing so the piano playing takes a back seat, or you're focusing on the piano playing so the singing takes a back seat. And um, I think that was always something I wanted to uh, work on and and maybe uh, conquer so that I could have more freedom uh, with both things at the same time. And I do feel in the past few years I'm finally starting to really feel um, free with both so that one can influence the other and the other can at the same time in a more seamless way.
0: And and the sound itself—it's it's, it's a, a it's a marvelous voice that I just love hearing. Um, in in terms of of how you come to that and and how you decide that that's how you're going to sing, because because you have a great range. I'm sure you could sing, you know, any sort of way that you wanted to. Um, <laughs> you. Why is that? Say the influence that you, you had with singers that you heard growing up. Maybe is is that that. might influence the way you you, you sing a song, say?
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, my, um, you know, of course in this music, really you have to begin with imitation. You have to copy so that you can learn, you know, what to do and what you like. And I I loved Dinah Washington. I love Dinah Washington Mm. and Sarah Vaughan, Billie Holiday. And I spent a long time uh, really deep with their recordings, you know, and I, I didn't want to sound exactly like them, but I wanted it more to be that I had all those influences, and that I found uh, my own voice, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I got, um, um, I, I rediscovered Carmen McRae this this past mm. summer, and she's somebody who who sang and played at the same time. And um, I couldn't help but compare you to her in terms of, of oh. the relationship you have with the audience as well. Because on live albums, she's 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 killer on, on some of the, I'm sure you've heard some of these live albums she's done. Um, mm-hmm. There's something similar there that I think you're, you're, you're um, th- that you've got that she had, obviously.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I I love Carmen McRae. I think she's, she really has a commanding presence mm. in her music. Very, very, very. Uh, Bewitching, shall
0: we say, and I, I love that about her yeah, and she she 's another one who, like you, sounds like she 's having a lot of fun on stage and and that comes <laughs> across so. on the album
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you
0: um in terms of, of what you like listening to now i mean do, do you do you listen to to whatever's on the on the top one hundred, or do you, do you like going back to the past say and, and finding things well,
1: or? you know, I think I have my um, My records or my music that I love to listen to all the time, which are the things I've always loved to listen to. I'm a huge Errol Garner fan. I love Count Basie. I love Charlie Parker. I love Dexter Gordon. I listen to a lot of Art Tatum and Fats Waller. Um, But then I also try to stay informed, you know, about uh, the contemporary scene that people my age and you know a little bit older, a little bit younger. I try to listen to what's on the radio and and know what's happening, but. I definitely
0: um listen mostly I would say to classic recordings. Yeah. The the um, um uh, what about other genres of music? I, I was thinking of because I I um, you, you're on your Christmas album you do Pretty Paper which is oh, yeah. uh, a marvelous Willie Nelson country song. Mm-hmm. Um and and uh the way you do it it's such fun and 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 it, it's altogether, you know the it doesn't sound like Nelson's version, but but it's it's something that's completely, you know, uh, that's something that I've added to my Christmas list. That that um, that uh, I, I guess. Did you listen to other genres of music?
1: I don't listen to a lot of of I don't listen to a lot. I, as I said, I really mostly listen to jazz, but I actually love. I love songs, and I love um, singers singing songs, and I do think you find that a lot in country and western. So I do listen to Willie Nelson. I really like Nora Jones, Mm. um, Loretta Lynn, uh, older Dolly Parton records. Um, I recently started listening to to a lot of uh, uh, George Jones and Mm. Tammy Wynette. Yeah. um, Just because I I think they're great songs. And um, that's really part of what I love about jazz is is the songs, you know, the chords and the melody and the sentiment. And I think you find that a lot in country western.
0: In terms of the craft that you practice, um, how much time do you spend, say, um, thinking about songs to write and the sort? Do, do, do you do much of that in the course of your day, say?
1: I think I wish um, I wish I had more time to practice. You know, when I started, when I was younger, I could easily practice like six or eight hours a day, and it was wonderful. And then you become an adult, and all of a sudden, where does your day go? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like between the you know car and the grocery store and the emails and, the, and then you know you run out of day but yeah. i would say in my mind you know i'm always thinking about music i'm listening to music i'm thinking about what i want to do project wise um things i want to improve you know within my own playing my own singing uh, I, i'm i would say i spend most of my time most of my life thinking about music yeah
0: Another album of yours that I I really enjoyed is is the, the Lockdown Concerts, which uh, oh yeah you did with your father Stephen, um, mm-hmm. which uh, uh, I, I guess the, these had come out of online things that you'd done. Is that right?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It, it's such and a he, a ter- terrific album because it's it's the two of you together working, and um, great musicianship as well on on his part as well as yours. Um, in terms of of the song selection there on that album are are these songs that 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 you both like that you 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 say that you perhaps grew up with
1: yes i would say of quite a few of them are songs i've been playing my whole life um and then the other tunes we chose like i had the craziest dream Mm. um and what will i tell my heart were songs that we started playing together during the during the pandemic during our lockdown show which was uh, the same same name as the record, which was live from lockdown and we we would go live every Sunday every sunday evening and um you know over the course of fifty four weeks of we 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 streamed every week for fifty four weeks um we went through a lot of new material because I was trying to use that time to learn oh. and and practice because um, i wasn't doing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we had a, a lot of fun doing that. And when we made the record, we wanted it to reflect the show. So we we chose some of the songs that we had learned during that time.
0: Yeah, and and so I, the, the, this goes into another question that I had in terms of of uh, the music you grew up with. I guess um, both your parents are, are are musicians. Is that right?
1: My mother's not a musician, but she's very supportive, and she has been. Uh, involved, of course, you know, since the beginning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so it's a very musical house you grew up in?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, So um, very, uh, when I was, I'm an only child, and uh, when I was not yet born, when my parents were uh, pregnant with me, they decided they wanted the baby to know the most beautiful music in the world, and they decided that that was Charlie Parker's record, Bird with Strings. So they would play this record for me uh, in utero, uh-huh. and then in the hospital when I was born, they brought the tape player, in, you know, into the into the room, uh, and they wanted that to be the first music I heard uh, after being born. Yeah. And I grew up on that record for many months before they added in other things like Count Basie, Bud Powell, uh, Miles Davis, and I only heard that kind of you know classic jazz in my house. And I didn't hear anything else until I went to school. Really? Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's a. I was odd. It's it's in your it's in your blood, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I love it.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, it's great to hear. That's a marvelous story about your your folks. Um. <laughs> uh. It, it, in terms of the work today and you know you'll be touring in in Europe shortly as well as uh, mm-hmm. here in, in British Columbia do you see yourself as an ambassador for this kind of, of and not just music but this sort of performance this, this performing in cabaret that, that you do so well um this is not a this is not an art form that um a lot of people thought would survive all these years and it, and it has and <laughs> i think it's because of people like you isn't it
1: well thank you very much i I, I guess I am now, as I um, get a little bit older, starting to 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 think of myself that way because I really love this music, and I really think that it brings happiness and good feeling to people, and I think in our world always that is needed, but perhaps even now needed a little more. Mm. And I I love to be able to share that and to expose people uh, to this music so that they can just have that good feeling in their lives and. And I love it when people come to my show and they say, "Oh, I'm not a jazz fan. I've never been to a jazz concert, but but they like it. That means so much to me. And I really want to be able to do that."
0: Yeah. Um, but by the way, I was curious when you're on tour and and mm-hmm. it's a performance night. How do you perform for for um, a show? Say, I mean, are you out and about going seeing the sights of wherever place you are, or are are you resting, concentrating on the night's work? Say.
1: Well, it really depends, um, because I do love to see the, uh, like, I love to see the the places I go, because I love traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I would imagine on this tour, coming up with Corey, Corey and I tour usually every year, and because we're both uh, a little bit workaholics, we tend to really pack the tour uh, with very little time off. So we tend to travel, you know, there's a lot of 6 a.m., 7 a.m. flights, Mm. then we Get where we're going. Check into the hotel. Sound check is usually like around four o'clock. Show is usually around seven. So mostly, if I have any free time, I'm asleep yeah, <laughs> and resting.
0: Yeah, and and um, you obviously have to to, to uh, uh, watch how you use your voice outside of performance in in terms of of playing. Um, your hands or, or your arms. and, and, and so Do you have to make extra consideration about all this? Um,
1: yes and no. You know, I try to be, um, the best thing you can do is kind of be prepared to go on tour before you go on tour. So to be uh, healthy and I stretch and I have exercises that I do and I, I both try to practice but also to have time off from playing uh-huh. um, and then when you're on the road you hope those you hope your uh, body is ready for it you know because you've prepared and i just try to be relaxed i think that's the hardest thing when you're touring is that it's stressful traveling can be stressful and and i have learned over the years the best thing you can do is just to not be stressed just relax if the flight is late the flight is late if there's bad weather there's bad weather it's okay
0: well, long may it continue. I, I'm a big fan, and we'll look forward to seeing you here in, in Vancouver in early March. And uh, the the new album, of course, April 12th. Thanks so much for your time today. It's been, been a great pleasure to speak with you.
1: Yeah, it was so nice. Thank you for your great questions. So.
0: The website for more is at champion.net. Uh, Champion Fulton and Corey Weeds will be at Frankie's Jazz Club here in Vancouver March 1st and 2nd. Visit frankiesjazzclub.ca for reservations. Champion Fulton, join me on the line from New York City in Vancouver. I'm Joseph Flutter.